sound you hear, vibration pockets. Mr. Pearson stands directly above me on a small platform, peering through this giant lens. I ask you to be patient, ladies and gentlemen, during any delay that may arise during our interview. Besides the ceaseless watch of the heavens, Professor Pearson may be interrupted by telephone or out of communication. During this period, he is in constant touch with the astronomical centers of the world. Professor, may I be in our questions? At any time, Mr. Burke. Professor, would you please tell our radio audience exactly what you see as you observe the planet Mars through your telescope? Nothing unusual at the moment, Mr. Phillips. A red disc swimming in the blue sea. Transverse stripes across the disc. Quite distinct now because Mars has to be at the point nearest the Earth in opposition, as we call it. In your opinion, what do these transverse stripes signify, Professor? Oh, not canals, I can assure you, Mr. Phillips. Although that's the popular conjecture of those who imagine Mars to be inhabited. From a scientific viewpoint, the stripes are merely the result of atmospheric conditions peculiar to the planet. Then you're quite convinced, as a scientist, that living intelligence as we know it does not exist on Mars? Say the chances against it are a thousand to one. And yet, how do you account for these gas eruptions occurring on the surface of the planet at regular intervals? Well, I cannot account for it. By the way, Spencer, for the benefit of our listeners, how far is Mars from the Earth? Approximately 40 million miles. Well, that seems a safe enough distance. And just a moment, ladies and gentlemen, someone is left hand has a different message. Take a new position. Hold on, will you please? I'll be right back.